Naughty 40, my first gay erotic novel is out now. Tom isn't ready to turn 40, with the middle-aged spread starting to take hold and his family upping the pressure for him to settle down. Tom is torn about whether life as a single stud is still worth pursuing. A planned day of minor celebration quickly steps up as his friends join him throughout the day. As they reminisce, Tom is reminded of some of his hottest sexual conquests, from the night he lost his virginity in the back room of a club, to the moment one of his workmates crossed the line after a few beers. With the help of a night with his closest friends, who get unexpectedly closer, Tom realises that while life might not begin at 40 for a 21st century gay man, it isn't the end of the world. Naughty 40, my first gay erotic novel by Liam Williams, available on my website liamwilliams.com.au forward slash store If you want to get the most out of your bait and be proud about it you've come to the right podcast It's time for the latest tips, tricks and news to make you a better baiter I'm Liam Williams and I'm bait mate Sean It's It's time time for the the Proud Baiters Podcast. Podcast Right, welcome to another episode of the Proud Baiters podcast. Oh, I thought I... you were going to throw in the anonymous there. No. No. We are uh, done with the anonymity. Since our last session of recording, you have made some significant steps in being less anonymous, Sean, but you're not anonymous on the podcast. How are you, Sean? I am going well. Oh, sorry. Is that anonymous enough? I just shifted around and <laughs> kicked you. Um Yes. How how are you going? Good. Yes. Yes. I I, that. I, I'm going very very well, thanks. How are you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> How's um, your bait been? <laughs> it's been a bit all over the place. I was thinking about this today. The last couple of days, it hasn't been great, and I probably should have mentioned this before we started recording, because it is something that I wanted to talk about. Some people will know Patreons. I'd already told, but my Real life world business has closed, mm-hmm. uh, which is very unfortunate, but it has resulted in this week me suddenly having full days of free time between the closure of the business and the holiday that I'm going on. So ordinarily, a full day of free time is bait session number one. It's bait gold. Right. Everyone uh, of the baiters out there listening will know that, but I think... Partly because I've not been in a great headspace, those baits haven't been great. So this morning, yesterday morning and yesterday afternoon, I had edge sessions and then I was kind of getting to the point where I was running out of time and even though I wasn't feeling it, I was like, well, I should come. And so I did, but it wasn't great. Mm. I think, and this kind of tacks on nicely a little bit to my last solo episode where I talked about more not necessarily being better is I feel like I've kind of just become free time equals baiting. Yeah. Even when the vibe is not right, even when I'm not necessarily feeling it. And so I'm going to have tomorrow off and I'm going to see how I feel about a bait on Thursday. So yeah, even though I've had three sessions in two days, they have been below average quality. That's really interesting. Mm. Yeah, your mental like your mental situation does play a big factor into how you feel about everything. 
Yeah. Um, and by the sounds of things, your bait's been some more of more like a habitual bait because, as you said, yes, a certainly. free day is a bait day, and you've got those free days now, and yeah. So you're just yeah, and it's just it is kind of the habit of oh, no one's home, I'm home. I'll open up the usual stimulating sites that get me into a session. Um, they're actually where in the last couple of days, the times that I open the sites and then after like a couple of minutes, I'm like, actually, nah, and just quit them straight out. So yeah, I'll give myself a little bit of time off tomorrow, uh, which is not a bad thing. And then we'll see how I feel Thursday because I go away on Thursday and we will talk at some point about baiting while you're traveling. Mm. So I feel like I may need to get a session in on Thursday before I go away. But how has your baiting been? Mine has been uh, the same as usual, really. It just kind of sits there and ticks along yep. as it does. Um, I'm not a habitual person. It's just whenever I feel the need or, you know, have some time on my hands. But it's been it's been doing pretty all right. Um, as you said earlier, I've had a couple of instances over the last couple of weeks where my anonymity on it has kind of waned a little bit more. Mm. Uh, and one of those instances actually happened over the weekend, which I wanted to tell you about, but I thought I'd save it for here. Okay, good. Let's um, go. So I caught up with a friend and uh, we went to a cafe and we just sat there and we were just chatting away and everything. And uh, he's turned around to me and he's gone. So what else do you get up to on the weekends? Because having free weekends is a relatively new thing to him. Yep. I was like, so what else do you get up to on the weekends? And I'm like, well, I usually sit there and have a decent bait session on Saturdays. <laughs> Like, that's my thing. Yeah. He's just kind of looked at me with a like a shocked look on his face. And I'm like, come on, you can't tell me that you don't do the same thing. It might not be on a Saturday morning, but on your day off, it always starts with a morning stroke. And he's like, well, I mean, yeah, it does, but you know, it's not really something that we talk about. I've gone, why? What's stopping us having this conversation? And he's, he's just turned around to me and gone, well, for one, we're sitting at a cafe... Uh, and I, I'm not really sure about this. I've just turned around to him and said, masturbation is something that everybody does. Yep. Whether you do it behind closed doors or you're open about it and having a conversation, we're not going to sit here and knock on the table next to us and be like, hey, guess what? I had a freaking stellar wank <laughs> this morning. It was great. No, we're not going to do that um, unless we know those people and we want to share and bask in the glory of that. But masturbation shouldn't be something that we sit and hide behind closed doors. It should be an everyday conversation. And I think that it is an everyday thing. And I think how your friend responded first with, we don't talk about that. I think that's one thing that is a blocker. Mm. It's just something that people have never talked about. No. I've had friends from when I was younger we would talk about it occasionally when we were younger, but now I've tried to bring it up again. And they're, they're like, look, we're not 19 anymore. I'm like, yeah, but we all still wank. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter, 19 or 37, we're all still jerking off. So I feel like that we don't really talk about it is another part of the blocking to talking about it. But you've done well in the last couple of weeks to bring it up a few times. I mean, the best part about this conversation in particular was the fact that an hour later, we've both looked at our phones and gone, crap, we've been here for an hour talking about masturbation. Great. 
Nobody else batted an eyelid at us. Nobody asked us to get up and leave. It was a normal conversation between two guys. And we're sitting there and we're just having a jolly old chat about jerking off. And the smile that came across his face and just like that look of, oh, this is, this is actually really nice just to be able to talk about it. It is. Um, and I mean, I know, you know, masturbation, it's, it's, it's a sexual thing. It's a release thing. It's a mental health thing. Yep. But he turned around to me and said, I don't think I've ever had a conversation about jerking off with another guy and not had it turn completely sexual where we're both, both off in the bathroom. Yeah. And I've thought about that in terms of our podcast recently because there's chat in the Discord about, oh, you know, I love Liam Chaunt's podcast because anyone recommend any others. And I'm yet to see someone recommend or find myself a podcast that talks about it without it being a dirty thing and without the purpose of the conversation being to turn you on. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not saying any of those podcasts are wrong in doing so. You know, all everyone has their place and all of the different podcasts have their spot in the conversation. But I'm really glad that you and I are and our extended proud beta listener community are having conversations that are proper conversations without just like, oh, I wonder if I bring up jerking off now if we can jerk each other off later. Mm. That's not the purpose of us bringing it up. Uh, And the purpose of it is to have proper conversations. They don't always go for an hour. No. uh, But an hour is great. Any conversation about it is great. I do have one other story. But I'm going to hang on to it for a little bit, and we might talk about it at the end. Okay, sure. Should I get to the news? Yes, what's in the news? So, uh, the news this week, again, sent to us by a listener from Slate.com. So, the article is an older article, uh, but it came across this person's feed, and they shared it with us at the Proud Beta Podcast, uh, and the article is about Bait World, and I'm going to condense it because the first half of the article is telling us about what Bait World is, which most of our listeners will know. I was just about to say, we can just about hear them sitting there saying, we know what it is. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to read 300 <laughs> words about it. So uh, the article's titled Helping a Brother Out, written by Kyle Mustaine for Slate, uh, and he says, in a September interview with GQ, Paul McCartney revealed that he and John Lennon one masturbated together when they were growing up in Liverpool. According to McCartney, they were with a group of their friends at John's house. The lights were out and somebody started masturbating, so we all did. The rock legend went on to qualify that it wasn't a big thing, but it was good, harmless fun. It didn't hurt anyone. That blew up. I remember that uh, when it happened. That article came out. Uh, And then, so then, the article goes on to say the Twitter jokes went around, the memes went around. Uh, come together. Their Beatles song, I thought, was got a very good run at about that time. Uh, and then it says, but one place where it wasn't just passed off as a joke was Bait World, uh, which the article calls the Facebook of masturbation. There was a bit of a they they did a membership data. So this is the membership data for Bait World. Fifty percent of the bait world community is gay, identifies as gay, 30% as bi, 10% as straight, 5% rather not say, 
and 4% solo sexual. Now, what was the date of this article? This was 2018. Right. So we're a couple of years old. So those statistics are... I would imagine that they would be somewhat the same these days, just higher numbers. I feel like they would be a little bit similar. So the writer then went on to put a couple of polls onto the Bait World site. One was, is mutual masturbation gay? And the poll had two answers. No, being homosexual is an attraction. You can bond and bait with a bro and not want a homosexual relationship. Or yes... Any interaction with same-sex genitals is a homosexual act. The results were 465 to 110 that mutual masturbation is not gay. Interesting. So definitely in favour of mutual masturbation not necessarily making you gay. Then it talks about a book from 2015 by sociologist Jane Ward entitled Not Gay, Sex Between Straight White Men. So they that book talks about straight men who want to J.O. or jerk off together. They looked at Craigslist ads in 2006 and 2007, just before Bait World started, and many of the ads were looking for jerking off together. Uh, this is a quote from the book. The scenes described in the ads, the props, the costume, the dialogue, capture the drama and spectacle of white male homosociality. Sociality. What do young straight white men do together when they are engaged in male bonding? They get drunk and stoned, watch heterosexual porn, and they talk about pussy. The ads draw heavily upon the model of adolescent friendship or the presumably meaningless and protosexual circle jerk. Nostalgic commentary about being buddies or bros and sharing legit male bonding experiences constructs dude sex as a kind of sex that bolsters rather than threatens the heterosexual masculinity of the participants. So that really talks about the bonding, Mm. that a buddy bait is a bond rather than a purely sexual act. Now, just a question for you. Mm. When Mm. you talk mutual masturbation, are you talking sharing hands? I feel like from the tone of this article that it means sharing hands. Right. As opposed to just sitting in the same room as somebody else who's masturbating. I, I would feel generally that mutual masturbation is regarded as sharing hands. And I feel like the majority of people on the on bait world would view it that way. True. Otherwise, it's just a buddy bait. Yeah. Buddy bait start... The base of buddy bait, I think, is jerking off in the same room with someone when you're both aware of it. Yeah. Not like, you know, you're on that side of the room and I'm on that side of the room. It's dark and we're both pretending we're not doing it. But jerking off together, buddy bait, mutual masturbation is the lending hands to the other. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, And so... That's interesting statistics. Obviously, the responses on the Bait World survey, 565 respondents, 465 of them said that uh, it wasn't gay. Most of those guys probably gay, answering to that survey. But it's interesting. 10% of the guys on Bait World in 2018, at least, identified as straight. So it's interesting to see the segment of straight men not too concerned about the slight blurring of the lines in jerking another guy off, yeah, which is great. I'm all for it. Um, we brought up in the inspiration section of the Discord server the other day, I said that I read 
occasionally stories on the Solo Touch website. And there's lots of those jerking off with other guys' stories on there. And every story has in there, oh, I'm definitely not gay, but this happened. And there's always someone in the comments on the stories like, you don't have to specify you're not gay. I I vaguely remember reading somewhere back when I was in high school um, that... And, and any straight people that are out there listening, um, I apologize if you get offended at this, but it is not intended that way at all. But there is no such thing as a 100% straight person. Well... The same as there's no such thing as a 100% gay man. Yeah. I, I think I think of it differently. I just kind of think people are into what they're into. And it's actually... I think and it's becoming increasingly hard to label that. Exactly. Like, where where do you draw the line on things? Like, I was at a function the other night and this chick talked in. I'm like, she's hot. Mm. Would I go there? Maybe, probably not, but maybe yes. And if it was like me and her and her boyfriend, then maybe I would. Yeah. So, like, where does the line change from me being gay to me being bi? And if that girl's boyfriend is in the other room with me, where does the line change from him being straight to him being bi? So just do what you want to do. At the end of the day, if you lend a hand, you lend a hand. Yeah. And interesting that I said that Mm. uh, because this is where my other story comes in. Oh, okay. Uh, Now, there were no hands lent anywhere. Oh, spoilers. Lended. There were no hands lended anywhere. Lent. We're in the middle of Lent when we're recording this. If anyone's out there giving up masturbation for Lent, sorry. (laughs) We've probably (laughs) motivated you with the podcast. Well, I mean, if you've given up masturbation for Lent, then you should definitely go and check out Liam Williams' other podcast. Oh, yeah. That will ruin Lent for you. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully. That's the aim. Anyway, um, my other story, uh, lending a hand. Yes. Um, No hands were lent, so... But there was a really good conversation that I had with one of my other friends. Uh, I went away and spent some time away. Um, and it, it was long enough uh, that I, I felt like I needed to have a release. I needed to ha- sit and have a wank. Yep. Um, so it was a six-hour holiday. It was a six-hour <laughs> holiday. Um, and anyway, I you know woke up in the morning, thought they were still asleep. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, you know, stoke the fire here. Yep. Uh, and just as I was starting to get in there, there was a, a knock on the door. Yep. And I've just instinctively gone, I'm having a wank. <laughs> and That's then, a great instinct. And then the door opened and it was my friend's other half. Oh. And they've turned around and they've gone, I don't mean to interrupt you, but would you like a coffee? And I'm like, I literally met you last night. This is awkward only because I met you last night. Yes. Um, and I've gone, I'd love a coffee. Can I finish up here first? And they've gone, not a problem. I'll leave you to it. Excellent right? response on both parts. Fast forward 24 hours and... I'm sitting at their table having another coffee with my friend who was up there to visit. Yep. And uh, we have a little thing where if we present each other with a suite of some sort, 
that we know that we need to give them at least an hour. Okay. Uh, and I've rocked up with a bag of sweets. <laughs> okay. Dumped them on the table and slid them across. And my friends looked at me and gone, um, okay. And I'm like, take the hint. You yes. said you needed a nap. You're welcome to join me, but have a bag of lollies. Uh, and my friend has then proceeded to have a 20-minute conversation with me around masturbation. Um, the podcast here was mentioned. We had a really good chat about that. Found out that a couple of his friends uh, listened to the podcast. Oh. So uh, if you're listening, hi. Um, and I, he goes, all right, well, if you need any tissues, not a problem. They're here. If you need a towel, it's here. I'll leave you to it. I'm going to go and have a nap. Very good. And I was, I was very happy with this. Um, and I think it actually spurred on a conversation between the two of them because um, the masturbation side of conversation or the sexual side of conversation mm. uh, wasn't so silent for the rest of the trip. Oh, good. So, um, you know, wanking was a topic that was one of the conversations in the car. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that, yes, they both still sit and wank without each other. And that it's a fully a fully okay... Like, I, don't, I don't know whether or not they were trying to do the whole, oh, no, we, you know, we're really concerned about this. We've got to, you know, play up the fact that I'm okay with this when really I'm not. Um, oh, just trying to make you comfortable yeah. about how open you were about it. Um, but I, I feel like... Um, some of the messages and chats that we've had since this trip um, have really indicated the fact that it was a healthy conversation. Uh, and how was so? This is something that comes up a lot in chats that I have with betas, and it's come up a few times on the Discord server. How about bringing it up with friends? How was your masturbation related conversation with this friend before this trip? Was there groundwork that you there was there a foundation that you had now built on? Oh, it was a joke. Okay. It was that level. Yeah, thus the sweets. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was a it was a conversation where we both knew that we did it. Yeah. It was something that we didn't talk about at all. Um and if we wanted to have alone time, because we lived together for a while, if we wanted to have alone time and not be pestered have some sweets. But that's okay. that's as far as the conversation went. Uh, but the fact that this time round, when I presented the sweets, there was a conversation that happened about it. And the fact that um, they freely, you know, walked into the room as I was jerking off, didn't say anything, didn't bat an eyelid, carried a conversation like I was sitting playing a video game. Well, I suppose when you think about it, I was playing with a joystick. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was very freeing to know that it was an accepted thing and that it was a comfortable thing. Very good. And I think I said to you, because we were chatting around this time, and I think I said to you, and I've said to other guys, if you bring it up in the right way, then no, it's very rare that anyone is going to react really badly. No. Because every guy knows that if they react negatively to you masturbating, 
something about that's hypocritical. Yeah. Yes, fair enough, you might not want to talk about it, but you can't be negative about the act. And you'll get a very good idea very quickly about whether or not the person that you bring it up with wants to chat about it and to what level they want to chat about it. Um, I've had a couple of good conversations in the last few days. Um, One mate was coming over to hang out the other day uh, and he was meant to come around about 6.30, but then he messaged me and he was like, oh, I finished work early. I'd be around about 5.30. And I'm like, oh, better finish up my wank then. Uh, And that was totally fine. And then I had a very unexpectedly, actually, this one was my mate who is reasonably Christian. We have run similar of my real world business. And so we were chatting about business and chatting about my business closing. And he's like, oh, well, what's your next plan? And he knew I did the writing thing, but then I was kind of dancing around the masturbation coach thing. I'm like, oh, I've got this other idea and it'll be a bit this. And in the end, I'm just like, all right, it's just this. I'm going to be a masturbation coach. And he's like, yeah, okay, cool. Is there money in that? I'm like, yeah, yeah, this, this. And there's a you know masturbation convention in August in the States that I think about going to. And towards the end of it, I was like, oh, sorry about just throwing, you know, dumping that on you. And he's like... No, it's business. I love talking about business. And this is just another business. And I think you'll be really good at it. I'm like, oh, okay, great. So does that mean he was calling you a wanker? (laughs) Oh, he's known me for 10 years. He knows that already. He knows that already. Um, I did say to him, uh, I did text him after. And I'll be like, oh, you know, I know you're trying to have a second kid. So if you need uh, a little bit of coaching when she's out of action, then I'll do a mate's rates deal for you (laughs) um so i think it like generally if you bring it up in the right way it's a much easier conversation to have i think the the big thing that i took out of or that i've taken about i think the big thing that i've taken out of the conversations that i've had in the past or most recently the ones that we've mentioned now is the initial shock that they have yep isn't a shock at the fact that you've said that you masturbate. It's the fact that you've said the word masturbate. Yeah. So it's not shock at the topic. It's shock that the topic has come up. Exactly, because it's not a topic that gets spoken about. Yes. And you're right, I was chatting with you a fair bit whilst I was away about this particular situation and how I bring it up and what I can do to make it a normal thing and mm. your, you know, coaching and stepping through was fantastic. And I think it's just about the approach and being open to gauge how it's received. That's a big part of it. Cause I've brought it up occasionally at times when I'm on the hornier side of things. And if you don't bring it up in the right way and someone interprets it as I'm bringing this up so that we can jerk off together. Yeah. That's when it can get, uncomfortable and awkward i mean there are two different ways that you can say it like you can you can just rock up at someone's house and be like hi i masturbate yes or you can be out at coffee with somebody and be like yeah i masturbate yep so that's how we brought it up to the guy at the pub that first night we met (laughs) 
We really should go back to that pod. Thanks for listening to the Proud Baiters podcast. I'm Liam Williams. And I'm Batemate Sean. Keep up to date with the chat on the Proud Baiters Discord. And if you want early access to every episode and a whole heap of extras, sign up to the Liam Williams Patreon. Until next time, happy happy baiting. baiting. Hey, Baiters, just a quick note to let you know I have a new membership set up for the Proud Baiters podcast. If you'd like early access to these episodes, then you can sign up as a member with the link in the episode description. Your support goes a long way to helping Sean and I keep the podcast running and making sure we are doing the work with the Baiter community to get the word out there. Thanks again for listening and happy baiting.